everybody. Welcome to the FNG Podcast. We back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. What we got? We got Dak signed his franchise tag this week. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was breaking news on Monday, right? Monday. It actually broke Sunday night. And I said everybody's expecting him to sign his franchise tag on Monday. Well, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy he signed it. But I, I, I wanted, I'm going to tell you like this. I think the Cowboys fucked up by letting him sign that. I know they have. I still they still have to the fifteenth. They have July fifteenth to sign. Oh, so, a uh, long term extension. So they need to get him signed. Just give him the four year deal. Get it done and over with. Long term ramifications are about to happen. Dude, I, honestly, I I feel like him signing it just shows that you know he wants to play, but at the same time, I feel like there's more going on to it than is not being talked about. Like. I feel like um, McCarthy, he wants to get have Dak on just that franchise tag year and see how it goes. I mean, but he's not changing up the system that much. So, I mean, what, what you saw last year is what you should get this year. Yeah, but he was also out of the league last year. So, mm-hmm. he, he's not seen him on the field in over two years, technically. Well, I mean, I, 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 I guess I understand that. That makes... That makes some sense, you know. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, who are you going to go after that's better? You know, at that position, I mean, he, like I, you know, we've talked about before his tier grade. He's still, he's still a decent guy. I mean, Andy Dalton's his backup. Are we going to run with Dalton? I don't think so. I think that was their insurance card. You know, if Dak decided not to sign, then they would have had something in their back pocket because it sure as fuck wasn't going to be Cooper Rush. Yeah, I mean, sure as fuck wasn't going to be Cooper Rush. I, and I like Cooper Rush, though. That was a what? Yeah, I mean, he uh, wasn't like a. He's not Tom Brady, you know, but he was okay. He never played, so. Dak, you need to take that hometown discount for. We got one hell of a team set up for you right now. There's no reason. No there, reason. Uh, go go get your money. Fuck it. At this point, like at, at my first statements on this whole Dak Prescott thing, I was with Jerry. But now it's just dragged on. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for Jerry to come out for. I'd be like, Dak who? Hell no. Just like last year for. Zeke who? Dak who? Dak motherfucker's the highest paid player on your team. That's who. Dak attack. That's what the shirt's going to say for. I already have that shirt. I already have it. Pre-made. Pre-made. I should sell that to Jerry, right? Yeah. Make some money. I'll give you to these at $15 a shirt. You're going to sell them in your motherfucking uh, sports shop for $35. But going forward, do you think that they actually get the deal done? Do you think they'll get it done? Not what you want. Do you think they'll get it done? No, they won't get it done. I think Dak's stuck on four years and Jerry's stuck on five. I don't blame him. I get him for the fifth year. If if anything, make it a team option. You know. Well, but see, that's what they were talking about. Um, I Cause, mean, because not only not only is you know the fifth year a big, not that big of a deal to me, because at any point they hit that fourth season. He can just renew the, or they can uh, extend the contract, and 
and replay with the numbers to be market value. Well, but see, well, that's what they were talking about, too, because he's like, okay, in, in theory, the reason why he wants a shorter deal is because after four years, he'll be 30, right? Yeah. If he does a five-year, he's at 31. In theory, after the fifth year, they could franchise tag him again. Now he's 32. And then they could refranchise him, you know, tag him again in his 33 years. So he'll be eligible for 34, and he ain't going to get another big payday. Because he's he's. Have not- you seen how big the franchise tags are right now? Like, yeah, it's thirty four point one. Yeah, and it goes up from there. Yeah, next year's thirty seven, and a few years it's gonna be fifty four. It'll be fifty four. That's what the estimated tag range is gonna be for Dak on a third year to tag. So he's got the thirty one point whatever this year. Then it'll go up to like thirty seven, and then it's gonna go up to like fifty four. Because that's how much it goes up on that third year. That third year is a real big deal. That's why you don't see players get franchised three times in a row. Because the, the price tag is outrageous. Well, but that's well, that's what I'm saying. So even at that, if he does it two years after he does a five-year contract, that's, that's a seven-year contract pretty much. And I think that's what's hurting the Cowboys right now is that they franchise tagged him. And they went through this whole ordeal. And knowing what the franchise value is going to be around, he's going to... Be like, well, you know, if you guys don't put this in my contract, I'm better off just taking the franchise tax because this is what I'm already guaranteed that money. The whole franchise tag is fully guaranteed. And if you can't fully guarantee me the same amount I would get on a franchise tag, there's no reason for me to sign. Yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, they just need to get him signed. Like, get get the deal done. Give him four years. Fuck it. I mean. Yeah, like you said, either make it a player option or a team option for the fifth year. Hell, I'll be fine. I think he he should be all right with it. Get him to convince him to make it a player option. You know, the fifth year, I'll sign a five year option. I'm in a five year contract. Make it the last one a player player uh, option. But I think that's hard to do because they already know he'll decline it. At that point, you're basically signing a four year deal. Yeah, I mean, well, you might as well do it because you never know. What if, what if he does shitty that fourth year and he's like, well, I gotta, I'm not gonna get it paid. I'm not gonna take less money. Yeah, I mean, it it it'd be in his best interest just to to try to work something out like that. Yeah. The but, thing the thing that is real bad about franchise tags, he's been extremely durable this whole time these past four years. He's been real durable, but with franchise tags, there's no guarantee for the future. So at some point, he has to think, you know. This is a full contact sport, and, you know, that possibility is always out there. I need to lock up some money for the future, not just this year. My question is, I wonder what would happen if there was no football. Uh, The salary cap's going to drop. Yeah. The salary cap's going to drop even if there is football, but they can't put fans in the stands because of corona. The salary cap is reflective of what – revenue the league makes through the year asses in the seat means cash in the i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly on an article i saw just the cowboys alone was set to lose over half a billion dollars in just uh revenue if fans can't be in the stadium 
Well, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. You got the tours on Saturdays and then all the shit that goes on Sundays. I think they do the tours on Mondays, too. Yeah. Probably do it all week, but still. I mean, to not to not have that, I mean, that's going to, I don't know. I don't know if I can watch football without fans. That's like watching fucking training camp. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's still fans at training camp, too. Yeah, but I mean, there's like the bare minimum. It's not like as if it's a packed stadium. Did you ever go see them practice when they trained at uh, St. Edwards? Yeah. Yeah. Still, I mean, it wasn't a big crowd, but we were there. I was just wondering, since now they moved out to uh, Oxnard. That was like fucking 15 years ago, dude. So, don't matter, fool. It was a question. That's all I was asking. How? How Did you go see them? Yes, fool. I went to go see them. You were still shitting in your fucking pants, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> my cowboys, man. You're shitting in your pants. For your my cowboys, cowboys fool. <laughs> that was what, like ninety five, ninety six, something like that. Yeah, I think they probably. I don't think they moved to Oxnard until into two thousand. So, really, I yeah. thought it was sooner than that. Well, Dude. we are in. You said like fifteen years ago. We are twenty twenty now, fool. So, I mean, fifteen years ago was two thousand five. Because I think when I went. When we went to go see them at training camp, they were still like Emmett and Aikman. Yeah. They were yeah. all still there. So, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe it was like 95, 96, somewhere in that range. I don't know. When did Aikman retire? 2000? 99? Uh, I want to say 2000. Because Smith retired after him, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he definitely did. So, and Urban retired before him? No, I don't think so. I think Aikman was the first one of the triplets to go. And he only retired because of injuries. Oh, that's right, because we had Anthony Wright and Quincy Carter and all them yep. shitbag-ass quarterbacks. Yep. So. So. While we're, like, thinking back, which game, because I know you've been to a couple of good ones, which game is, like, your most memorable that you've been to? That I've been, like, that I've personally been to? That you've been at the stadium, since we're talking about Possibly not being able to be in the stadium and stuff, and we're already going back with training camp. But in in Jerry World, your best memory. I mean, we've been we've been to. I Shit, mean, it don't even have to be Jerry World. You can also go back to the original Cowboy Stadium. Well, see, we we never uh, Oscar. We were poor growing up, so we didn't go to games. Uh, it wasn't until I almost you know I made it in life that I feel blessed enough to go. Uh, but we have been to a few games, so I'm not going to lie. The Cowboys Eagles overtime win. I mean, dude, that was epic. That was, I mean, I mean, but there's been two. So that was when Winton was still with us, right? Yeah. That, that was, uh, uh, I think that was Dak's first year. Oh, you know what? It might've been. Yeah. I think you're right. I think it was Dak's first year. Yeah. So 2016. Yeah, because I remember we're sitting in the nosebleed. It was me, uh, Wood, uh, Alex, and uh, well, her friend at the time, you know, Sack, and uh, we're sitting in the fucking nosebleeds, dude. And it was it was fucking epic. It was epic. Like I was so disappointed that we were losing, and we came back and tied it, and then for them to score the winning touchdown right in front of us, dude, it was fucking awesome. It was fucking off the chain. Like all those Eagle fans in front of me just sad as fuck. Oh, dude. It was fucking amazing. 
The whole stadium went crazy. Oh, uh, the whole stadium went crazy. I actually, what what was really crazy was leaving. I almost got into a fight just because, like you know, everybody's all hype, high fiving each other, like and that was cool. And some random ass dude comes and fucking hugs me, and like was like jumping on me. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. sh- I had to shove this fool in the chest, to get the fuck off me. I was like, what? He's the just fuck? celebrating for you. Yeah, just well, you know. Hyped. I was hyped as fuck too, but I never thought, hey, let me go grab onto some <laughs> random stranger and jump all over him like as if, you know. And I got a free Whataburger. Fuck. Winning, you know. Oh, they gave you free Whataburger too. Yeah, as long as, long as they won and you took your ticket, you got one free Whataburger. Nice. So. Yeah, I think mine had to be uh, going to the Emma Smith record-breaking game against Seattle. I was pretty young, but I'm proud to say I was there in person watching them break that record. Yeah, I was at home. Thanks, pops. Right, I was I was at home. I remember watching that game too, watching that motherfucker crawl for that Dude, crawl for that was, record. It was. Yeah, I I was a little disappointed that you know when he had to leave because I think it was right after that season he was when he left for Arizona. Well, I mean the thing about it was he was done. He was done. I mean, yes, he did have a thousand yard season after he left, mm-hmm. but he was done, dude. Like he needed to know, like, hey, this is it. Like the line was deteriorating. You know, for for him to sign, I feel like they just don't make him like him anymore, though. What I mean, they don't make none of those players like them no more. Like who? Like in all reality, Brady and Breeze are the last of a generation. Yeah, I guess that makes a lot of sense right there. Because, I mean, look look at them. They're going down, chasing records. Like, Peyton was even one of them, too. Now look at them, you know what I mean? Yeah. In their 40s, still playing. Luckily, they haven't had any major injuries, you know? I mean, well, I guess technically they did, I guess. I think that's, like, the one disappointing thing about football right now is it's just, it's not the same as it used to be. Nah, everybody's all sissified now. Yeah. That's for sure. Referee, he tackled me. He tackled me too hard. All right, flag on the play. Personal right. foul. Roughing the passer. I I touched him with two hands, sir. Yeah, well. You know, you touched him, so personal foul. That's too aggressive. I mean, you ever 15 watched. 15 yards. I mean, I, the other day I watched this video. Remember Roy Williams, the safety? Yeah. yeah. I, well, number one, I didn't like that motherfucker. <laughs> Only reason why I didn't like him is because when he played UT and that motherfucker came flying over the goddamn line and got us a safety. <sighs> Man, this son of a bitch. Anyways, but he was a hard-hitting safety, and he went to the Cowboys. And, dude, just him with him and Woodson, dude, yep. they were just laying wood to people left and right. It was just like, where the fuck is this nowadays, you know? Yep, it's not allowed anymore. People used to be frightened to go over the middle of the field. Now you can because you get hit. Flag. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't it, matter it's, anymore. It's not the same. People used to be terrified to go over the middle. Well, okay. Now that we're talking about the middle here, let, let me ask you this: How do you feel about Jamal Adams pretty much trying to get to Dallas? I I like it. Um, it's a little worrisome because I know he'll be a 
he's he's a talker, a distraction. Uh, I think if he gets what he wants and comes to Dallas, that might go down. But the way he's presenting himself right now, demanding trades and, and being a distraction for the Jets, is like a real representation of what he is. But but that comes after the Jets pretty much. I mean, this like what he's doing he, now, that's a reaction. Yeah, but he's still it, it, what he's doing right now is exactly what Zeke, Zeke did last year. He's got one more year left on his deal. He wants his extension now. Zeke, I feel like Zeke's was more valid because running backs do not get big paydays after so many years because they are high contact position. And for Jamal Adams, you know, I understand he's unhappy, but the Jets are in no way obligated to sign him right now. But see, but that was that he's on his fifth year of his rookie contract. Like, that's why I think I don't know. Like, you come out of the first round, you get that fifth year option, team option. They decide to keep you. You got to fucking play through it. You signed the contract when you were a rookie. You know, yeah, you want your extension, but all this sitting out, demanding trades and stuff like that. I've never been with that. But if it ends up being uh, he's going to the Cowboys, Cowboys somehow, I would give him a first round pick for him. But. Apparently they're asking for more than that. They want like two first rounds and a second. No, not happening. I don't see any reason to do that. I mean, my but okay. So my deal is like I've been following this since last year when they tried to trade him last year. Yeah, they they did give that one. I think they gave up a one and a two in the deadline, and it never followed through. Right. So to me, as a player, for Jamal Adams, he was a jet, right? Yeah, and for them to come out that they try to trade him, when they say, "Oh, we're gonna sign you," this and that, you're gonna be a jet for life, and then turn around and be like, "Oh, it comes out well, you try to trade me," and he didn't even respond to that. Like he was like, "Oh, it is what it is. I'm still a jet. I'm gonna go out there and do what I gotta do," and he put up big numbers for him. Then it comes to the postseason, and you know they're like, "We're gonna give you an extension. This is what we want to give you," and it was. A bullshit ass extension offer, like he's like you. But that's how negotiations work. For you know, some the player's gonna start high and the team is gonna start low, and you're gonna meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but they're they're so far off as far as number wise that but it's everybody starts off far off, like and then it gets blown out to this. But big this deal. is a year and a half of trying to get it to even get close, and the Jets don't want to come off their number. They they feel that he's valued at you know, whatever number they put him at, and he does it. And at this point, I agree with him. Like, I don't think he's worth, you know, I mean, I don't blame him. I really don't. I mean, when's the last time the Jets were an actual real competitive team? And don't say Mark Sanchez. I mean, actually, they were competitive with Mark Sanchez. That that That's bump fumble for. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he was perfect. But they, for two years, they were doing pretty good. The only guys that, you know, met the Patriots and then lost to the Patriots every time. Yeah. I mean, but there's a lot of teams that have met the Patriots and lost to the Patriots. So you can't. But come- the Patriots always had something about the NFC East teams, man. If we would have just met the Patriots in the playoff, I mean, in the Super Bowl one time, we know we were going to win. If the Eagles could do it and the Giants could do it twice, we know we could do it. Yeah, that's. I mean, we could do it now. 
<laughs> Brady's gone, Gronk's gone, everybody's pretty much gone. So I mean, yeah, fucking bring on the Patriots. I'm giving no. Fun. Now we gotta play the Bucks. Do we play them this year? Mm, no, we so. don't. Next year, right? Yeah. Hopefully, Brady retires. <laughs> bring he back. signed a two-year deal, didn't he? Yeah, but you never know. Giselle might say, "You know what? You're done," and he's like, "Okay." Because Giselle makes more money than him. Yeah, but that's because he takes less money on purpose. Yeah, well. I mean, of course, they're probably worth that's, like, what, that's a couple billion dollars? People keep telling Dak he needs to take less money like like uh, Brady. And he told everybody, well, I have a wife that makes millions of dollars. Yeah, no shit. We'll go get you a wife that makes millions of dollars and a hometown discount. Right, you, uh, you a discount cowboy. Discount double check, fool. Discount double check. No, that's uh, Rogers there, sir. And, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't like to speak about that motherfucker just because he's had the Cowboys numbers for a while now. So, yeah, but he he's a guy of many fortunes. I mean, against everybody, like random tripping calls and random holding calls and chop blocks, and I'm just like, where was it? I didn't see it, and then. Who's on the other team for Aaron Rodgers every time? Whether he's playing the Lions, the Cowboys, it don't matter. A hand of God is with him, fool, because that kick by Mason Crosby was in 2016. That bitch was hooking left. And all of a oh, sudden, the, de- the hand the Des of Carter God. Cat? The Des no, game? which one? Dak's rookie season when we met him in the playoffs. Mason Crosby went for the field goal kick for the win. And that bitch was hooking left, and the hand of God pushed it right back into the uprights. I mean, when you're lucky, you're lucky, you know? Yep. That's that's uh, Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, I always hated Aaron Rodgers since the Des catch one. Yeah, Des caught that motherfucker. He did catch that motherfucker. If diving for the pylon ain't a football move, <laughs> I don't know what is. Dude, I remember watching that game at Danny's. Fucking, we had... Wing stop and everything. I was so pissed off. So fucking mad. I couldn't believe it. I was like, how are you going to say that's not a football move? But then I really couldn't get mad because I can't. Was it the game before where they they waved off the pass interference on the Lions when. Uh, was it Hitchens or. God, what was his damn name? Oh, in the wild card round. Yeah. Yeah, it was a holding call, wasn't it? Well, they they said it was pass interference, and then they picked up the flag. flag but yeah. it was that it was, was real controversial. I remember that. That one was too. almost as obvious as the uh, Rams and Saints. Yeah, I forgot that was in the same playoff uh, rounds. So I mean, I guess the refs gave dude, us one. Yeah, and then I, they... I remember being real mad at that Des catch game, though, dude. I was like, man, I hope Aaron Rodgers breaks his leg next game, dude. Fuck that guy. And then I was like, you know what? That's a little bad. I take right. it back. No shit. But I was I was real upset. I was I was real disappointed to lose that game. I got angry person, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? I used to be real bad. I could see you getting mad and like throwing a tantrum. Stop it now! And then, like running into the wall or some shit. Are you thinking that you ran into the wall? I'm, I'm trying to remember if there was a time that I did that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> ran out and 
fucking head first into the wall. But back to Jamal Adams. Uh, I would love it if it happened. You know, we need a real safety back there, dude. I mean, we got haha. A real safety phone. We need a real safety. Well, you saw the speed. You see the speed with that motherfucker running from the bear? (laughs) That motherfucker fast as fuck. (laughs) He straight jumped off that scooter. So later. (laughs) No, I I think you're right. We do need a safety. Uh, And if he's if he's willing, as some reports are saying that he's uh, saying if the Cowboys if Cowboys trade for him, he'll help them out and take less money. Yeah, if they because the Jets are demanding so much and. I think one first round pick and maybe a second round pick would be good, but not two number ones. And no, a two. definitely not two number ones. I think one, a one and a two, just to keep the Jets happy, will work. But if they declined that last year at the deadline, then I don't see them taking it now. I mean, there's a possibility they could take it now. Yeah, I mean, but they're, they're I, looking... I got a feeling, though, it's it's not even just about the picks because with the Cowboys, they have so many, you know... I feel like they have a lot more depth as they've gone through these last couple seasons. And I'm pretty sure if for Jamal Adams, it's probably going to come down to a one, a two, and probably like a, a butler. or a, Like one of Jerry's butlers? Or what the fuck are you talking about? Bryce Butler. Oh, Bryce. I was like, a butler. God damn. Come down to Butler or uh, what's the other one? Oh, I can't remember his name right now. The other receiver. That's a, He was second year. Mm. Gallup. Oh, hell no. I'm telling you. I think they're going to want a one and a two or and then that extra receiver I mean, I, or something. I wouldn't give, so, an I, extra player. I wouldn't give up Gallup. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, look at the depth, though, dude. But Gallup finally got in tune with Dak, so I mean, uh, to a point, there was a lot of, and it's hard to tell if Gallup can't keep up with the ball, or he can't find the ball, or if Dak is just overthrowing him. See, I I just think when it comes to that, I don't think Dak's accurate with the deep ball. So, and I think Gallup's understanding that now. Hell, sign Dez and trade him. Fuck it. <laughs> Who was that? I saw that wanted Dez. Was it? Oh, I think it was the 49ers, dude. I think the 49ers are looking to sign Dez. Are they really? Yeah. I was like, really? I feel like they were pretty set at wide receiver. Oh, no. Well, yeah, because uh, that Debo Samuels, the one that came on, he broke his foot. Really? Yeah. And uh, practicing at home? Uh, I don't know if it was practicing at home or something, but he, I don't remember seeing it that he had foot surgery uh-huh. and he should be ready to go by the beginning of the season. But then again, you know, yeah, I mean, he, there's no telling how he's going to feel. So. All right. So we got that now to the, the controversy going on in the world again. We have NASCAR star. Mr. Bubba Wallace here uh, finding a, a noose in his garage, apparently. And then, uh, so they do an investigation. The FBI comes out and says, no, we have evidence that that's been there for years or since last uh, fall of last year. Yeah, and we're definitely saying it's not a personal garage. It's a garage at the track used by multiple racers. Yeah. And so, 
now they're calling for they're saying that he is a uh what is it that one guy that faked his attack attack yeah jesse something yeah i think i know who you're talking about he was so irrelevant that i don't even care to remember his name but yeah i mean you come out now i mean i saw okay so i watched on monday when that story came out sunday and i watched the beginning of the race on monday yeah and it was i mean it was badass to see him come together and see all that other shit and you know they pushed his car to the front they stand for unity and stuff like that. yeah i mean it was it was a badass gesture and i i think we need that in this world but on false pretenses it kind of sucks you know yeah so but i mean at the same time he's I saw an interview today where he's standing behind what he saw and what he believes happened and that someone put it there and they just don't want this race war as they call it to get out of control. So how does that make the people that stood behind Bubba Wallace look to you? Like saying, Oh, well, this isn't right and you know I don't know, it just it just feels like more propaganda. I mean, to me, I mean, to the guys standing behind him, it do, it just shows that there's unity amongst the drivers and the teams, and which is good. I mean, every everybody needs to look out for each other, no matter what. Like, you especially like when you're in the sport, you all got to protect each other. You know, you're there's a select there's 43 people that are selected as drivers. You know what I mean? So that means there's 43 teams, 43 people that race every week. And that's all you that's all you deal with for half of your fucking year or little over half your year. Like you gotta in my opinion, you gotta look out for each other. So if there was a controversy like that, you know, they like the way they were talking about it, they see it as a brotherhood, which makes sense, you know. That's yeah. just like a football team all together. At the end of the day, they're still competitive, but they're all still NASCAR drivers, so Man, dude, you know whose opinion I'd probably want right now? It's Kobe's. Kobe's around. I want to know what he thinks Dude. about what's going on in the world. You know, between because you're talking about racers and stuff, and that they're all coming together. But you know, I can't forget like Mamba mentality, dude. Like you, I guess because it's such a big event in the world that you have to come together. Even though it's your competitor, you know. Right. Can you, is there a certain line that you can't cross as a competitor because it's something bigger than the sport? What do you mean? Like, like what? Like, say, no, I'm not standing with you because uh, we race against each other so many times during the year and oh. I'm not going to stand with you. Like, you think there's a certain point because it's such a bigger thing than just the sport. Like, to stand together. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty... I mean, even even at that, you got... Like, even with Kobe's mindset, on the court, he was a killer. But off the court, you know, he was a gentle giant. So, I mean, you got to... At the, at the end of the day... At the end of the day, to solve all these things, we need to come together. Like, it, it's bigger than one thing. Like, it's bigger than one event. And that's what people don't understand. You know, all this shit going on in the world, you know, this whole, e even if there wasn't, I mean, I saw pictures, that thing does look like a noose. 
like I get where he can be or it can be misconstrued yeah I mean, as an attack on him you know it was his his garage the thing about it was there's no evidence in any of the other garages that there's the ropes are like that so it's kind of one of those things where it's like uh, could it be propaganda could it not why was only that garage have it like that is that the only garage that has a rope like that now if every single one of those garages had the rope that way then hey you're fucking crazy now if it's only his well hold on there that's what raises some questions so i mean even if it was there from last year still why is that one different from everything else especially when they're all the same thing you know what i mean so but I, at the end of the day, with all this shit going on, I mean, unity will end this and bring everybody back together, I hope, you know. I I think there's bigger things, to, bigger problems than race issues, in my opinion. Well, yeah, there's always bigger problems. Right. So you know, I, mean, I watched a, a video the other day. I think it was yesterday, you know, I can't, there's some twins that, you know, make videos and stuff like that. I'm talking about Black Lives Matters and how You're it's talking fake. about the Hodge twins? That's who it was. Dude, I, Black, I love Black, them. Black Lives Matters is a lie. There's, uh, you know, people donating their money to that cause that goes isn't straight. donating to that cause. They're donating to that cause. And then that cause is giving all the money to the Democrat. Yeah, uh, candidates right now with with all the false pretenses that it's going to help, yeah, black lives and stuff like that. Like, like that's that's what I get. So there's like just to build on what you were saying that there's other problems out there. That's basically like those are the problems that are out there right now. Is the misconceptions that you know these organizations are actually doing anything to change anything, and they're not. I mean, with all the false narratives in the world and people, I mean, people just act like sheep sometimes, you know? And it's just like, oh, that guy's mad because of this? Well, hell yeah, I'm going to follow that guy. That seems right. That seems fair. Makes sense to me. Yeah, but no, nobody checks. Nobody checks facts. Nobody, nobody, people are so close-minded that they don't want to look at it from a different perspective. Yeah. Like, like, you know, the whole going back to Bubba Wallace thing. Like, how would you feel if that was a derogatory issue to you? You know, especially right now in a race sensitive uh, time, you know, like if that offended you, like, could you put yourself in his shoes and understand where he's coming from? And, and that's that's the problem. No one wants to do that. No one wants to see it from both sides of the spectrum. Everyone's like, oh, he's just being over overzealous. And then everyone's like, man, that's racist. But is it really, you know, is it just someone jumping to a conclusion and freaking the fuck out for no reason? Like, Yeah, no that's the other thing I heard, too. It wasn't even Bubba Wallace that found it. It was somebody on his team. I mean, there's no telling that somebody on his team put it together and was like, hey, Bubba, look at this. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so much shit going we gotta on. We got to make a big-ass story about this one. 
right, we're about to be worldwide. Let's take this shit public, you know? Yeah. No, but I mean, that's, I don't know. It, it just, unfortunately, and that's the world we live in nowadays where everybody's overly sensitive and fucking. What'd you say about football for? Sissified? Sissified. That's what the generation is, man. I mean, look, look Sometimes what it, I'm just embarrassed to be like, hey, what are you, a millennial? Dude, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Gen Z. That's that's the way we're going. I mean, look look what I did to my brother-in-law earlier. I mean, I was just fucking with him, but at the end of the day, that that was his narrative that I just flipped on him, you know? Yeah. Because he, he posted that picture about that MAGA, what, what did it say? Mexicans. Oh, Mexicans acting gringo again. Yeah. And I told I told him I well, I told him you know I said I'm gonna get I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that shirt for me since I'm whitewashed and Uncle Tom and all this other bullshit. Yep. I told him I said I was gonna buy him one, and he said that was no. And I said what the fuck? I said you're gonna turn down a gift that I gave you to you because you because I'm Mexican. That's racist. <laughs> you know. And he never responded. But I mean that's that's the narrative that people are pushing nowadays. Like. Oh, you don't support Black Lives Matter? Oh, you're racist. You're racist. Oh, you like Trump? Racist. That's the one that I hate, dude. That's the one that I seriously hate. What, and the Trump thing? Yes. Like, just because you want to support Trump, you're automatically racist. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You don't have thing. to say anything else. It don't matter if you say, you know, the N-word or, like, somebody's, like, beaner and stuff like that like trump supporter automatic racist and and see that's what people don't understand like and this is what i what i try to tell like my wife and even my brother-in-law i said you know i support trump to an extent like do i think he's an arrogant asshole yes i do i mean i think he's do i think he's dumbfounded yeah hell hell yeah is is he the best president that we ever had? No. Is he the best candidate that we have for 2020? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's just lack of options. And and I had a conversation with Danny, you know. And me and Danny, we, we kind of had the same views on shit. And, you know, once again, I go back to saying, I want someone to come on this, like, come on here. And I just, I just want to hear your side. I don't want to, you know. A lot of people tell me, oh, you're going to debate me. You're going to, I said, I'm just going to give you facts. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to make you upset. I just want to give you facts. I just don't want you to come on, oh, like, come on here and lie. And nobody has accepted the offer that I've asked to, hey, come on up. Come on. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. But me and Danny were talking about it, you know, and we said, you know, I'm going to vote for Trump 2020. That's. It's either him or Biden, and uh, Biden's, whew, that motherfucker's crazy. Like, I would hate to see him in charge. Like, 30 years of government, and he's done nothing good, yet he has Black Lives Matter support, but yet he signed, he made the bill to incarcerate the blacks. Like, hello, this man helped the KKK and, and, members. Incarceration doesn't mean death, fool. That's what that's what they're gonna say. They're gonna be like, Well, as long as he ain't killing us. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're sentencing you to death. Like 
and and see that's the thing i don't even i i haven't done the research on the bill i just saw the bill that that was it and it was like a summary of the bill so i don't know exactly word for word so i'm not gonna be like oh and he's gonna be behind black lives matters because you ain't black if you don't vote for him oh that's right that's right you gotta remember that shit you know but i mean it, it's just lack of options and and i'm hoping like I know it's kind of fucked up to say, but like some of the older politicians will eventually either leave office or people will wise up and get them out of here and bring in a, a, a educated generation back into office just to restore order. You know, I mean, you got people like what's her name? AOC. Uh, Cortez. Cortez, yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah, that, I mean, the shit that she says, like... And people love her, dude. People love her. And I don't understand it. I don't either. Dude, like, I can't I can't listen to her talk. I can't... It's like Alexandria something, Cortez. Yeah, well, that's what they call her, AOC. AOC, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, but it, it it's just, they're, they're just, like, outlandish shit that is just unbelievable that... You well, know. It's just like what was the other crazy white guy that everybody loved for Bernie? Bernie, dude, and and you know people love posting pictures of Bernie way back in the day. You know, walking the march with Martin Luther King and stuff like that. Bro, no man, like just no. Like I don't understand the obsession with this guy. Oh, you gonna have free this and free that and free that? Who's gonna pay for that shit? Yeah, the middle class, and that's and see that's that was my biggest debate with the wife. You know, I told her I said, "Hey, how are you gonna sit there and tell me, you know, oh yeah, free education? That sounds lovely, but like going to school here, like a public school, is not free. No, like, you're paying taxes for that shit. You're paying taxes, plus you got to pay for shit. You know what I mean? It'd be di- like once you start making elementary school and start with a small shit." You know, I'm going to make college free and doctors are free. And she's like, they do it in other countries. Yeah, well, I don't see a lot of countries striving. You know what I mean? Yeah. She was like, well, England's doing it. Like, they have gun control. Yeah, well, England, their murder count is like way the fuck up there. You know why? Because they took the guns out of their citizens' hands. And the bad guys are still going to have guns. You know what? I got the I got the perfect guy. I think next week we're gonna have a guest. We have a guest next week. I think so. You know who I'm gonna invite? Who? Baby J. Baby J. I'm gonna invite him. See if he wants to come on here and see. Cause me and him, we we've gone toe to toe. We've gone toe to toe. And at the, I mean, look, at the end of the day, and that's what I like about it. At the end of the day, me and him, we've clashed before, talked shit like, you know, he's called me a dumbass. I called him a dumbass. At the end of the day, hey. We shake hands. Hey, brother. It is what it is. You say what you say. You believe what you believe. And I believe what I believe. You know? I said, my opinion ain't going to change yours, and your opinion ain't going to change mine. We all set in our own ways. So, yeah. To me, it's not a... I mean, I love to argue, too, so that, that kind of helps out. Like, I should have... Man, I'm going to go back to college and be a debater. I'm going to run. You know what? You run for president. Bro. Go ahead. Gator. Uh, I'm. I'm uh, You're going to vote I'm, Gator for... 2020? No, 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 no. I'm announcing my presidency 
campaign for a Gator. Uh, what would it be? Twenty twenty eight. Twenty four. For... No, I'm gonna do twenty twenty eight. I gotta be forty. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, I, think... I forgot about that. Right? Or no, you gotta be forty five. Fuck, goddamn. Uh, twenty twenty thirty two. I'm gonna run for president. So if this podcast is still around twenty thirty two, just know it started back That's in twenty twenty. Time for long time. Oh no shit, dude. Fuck. Wait, I won't even be 40. God damn. No, you won't. Not 45. You'll be 44. 42. 44. 44. Whatever. Shut up. Don't remind me. My bad. Creeping up in age. Maybe it is 42. No, yeah, 44. Because you're 32 now. Yeah, yep. So, mark my words. President. President. 2032 or 2036. Whatever. I'm going to bring back order to the world. To the world? To the motherfucking world. To the world. You got to worry about the country first. Uh, the country's good. They just the need good. first. They just need a good. Uh, they just need to get. Actually, you know what? In, in all reality in this country, ain't, ain't never going to be right. Because you got your people that don't want to strive to do good. Get mad at the people that strive and do good. So, I mean, you're going to, you're always going to have that, you know, anger and animosity towards people and shit. Where's the, where's this? There's always divide, fool. And part of that is the media. The media loves to divide the nation. I mean, my, my question is, where's the support? You know what I mean? Where's the support? Support for who? Like, like I, I feel confident within like my group of friends. If I made a dumb decision, that they would step up and like slap shit out of me and be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know? And I feel like you have to have that good support group to get you through life. I guess some people just like easy money and complaining. Uh, they like free stuff, fool. Well, that's why it's Bernie for president. Uh-huh. They love free stuff. I mean, half the people in the world talking about. But then they want to know, why can't I have this and why can't I have that? Like, go get it. Give me, give me, give me. That's all I ever hear. Give me free health care. Give me free college. Give me free food. Give me free money. Free housing. Shit. Give me something. The hell. Give me 20 bucks. I'll be happy. Give me 20 bucks. You said uh, talking about a bunch of things that you think about Trump and stuff, but I'll tell you what. The one thing that drives me crazy is that full being on Twitter. That absolutely drives me nuts. Well, I, I think he's just trying to connect with like a younger generation. And you can it, call it what you want. It just, it, I mean, it does. I'm not saying it works. Like, it don't work. I, I can't stand that full being on Twitter. It drives me nuts. I mean, I, I honestly, I really don't care. I don't. Well, I don't follow Twitter. I'm not. I'm not super into social media. You know what I mean? Like I, you Facebook, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm Facebook. I'll snap every once in a while. I got Instagram, but like See, I, I don't even. I don't even have Snap or Instagram. I just got Facebook. Like I can't do. Social media is like insane. Yeah, I, I mean, just I, can't get with it. But I'm also kind of like a private person too, so I'm not like. Yeah. Oh, I took. I walked here today. Oh. I was here. Oh. Like I, I, I was laughing. Like and Cecilia was laughing yesterday too. That 
it was raining real heavy yesterday and everybody or there was a few people on my facebook that's just posting videos and stuff of them driving oh well it's raining real heavy but i still gotta go to work all right so does everybody else in the world for like ain't nothing special about you driving your ass to work through the rain like ain't nobody need to see you driving your ass to work in the rain <laughs> they just excited to show everybody <laughs> else. i did it guys i, I, did I went it. to work today. i'm a grown-up i made it to work yeah i mean that i mean that like like I like people that post shit like when they go on trips and stuff like that. Like that's cool. Like I post shit when I go on trips, but I mean your everyday life. Like honestly, I think on on some people they just overdo it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, dude, if I wanted to know what the fuck you were doing every single day of your life, hey, I'd either call you or text you. Other than that, I'm not gonna. Basically, if he wanted to know what your day to day stuff was going on, you'd be in the group chat. Yeah, are you in your? Are you in the group? Nope, nope, nope. That's he fine. don't care about me. Yeah, we don't fucking like you. Nah, that's because I'm the only one that was available for the podcast. That's so right. Here I am. We checked our schedules and everybody else was busy, and I was like, "Well, big O, it is." And that's that's why big that, O that got was the. That's why he got the uh, fourth position there in the uh, Call of Duty Wars. Yeah, speaking of that, people that. You know, heard the call out for the challenge. Still hasn't been completed. We waiting on Brando to listen to the podcast. Stop being a little bitch, Brando. Let's go. Let's get it. Now, I just, breaking news. I just got a text from Brando. He said, play him on a Wednesday. Did he? No. Let's go. (laughs) He said, let's go. We're going to have to cut it off now. Nah. (laughs) <laughs> you see what he posted me? Please no. say psych. Please say psych. My brother-in-law. Oh. No, that's the truth. That is the truth. Please say psych. Please tell me you're joking. No. <laughs> nah. I honestly I can't fuck with him too much, so so. Because you were racist. Yeah, I'm a racist. I wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand, man. You just a racist. That's going to do it for us today. We appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. We out.